You are listening to Rattleship. Hi, I'm Zach Shipley, and I am with Sarah Rattle. And this is our first podcast we have done in, gosh, five, six years. 85 years, probably. 85 years, maybe longer than that. So if you're listening to this, you, there's there's only two reasons you, you'd be listening to this right now. Either you listen to the old show uh, or you know us. That's that's reason number one. It's kind of a combined thing. Um, and so, so you're in on the ground floor. If that's the case, congratulations. Welcome to the first episode of this Welcome amazing back, podcast. Welcome back, old timer. Yeah, and and you're gonna be you're gonna be in in for the in for the ride of your life going forward. The second reason you might be hearing this is because like 20, 30, 40, 50 episodes from now, we're gonna have like a major guest and it's gonna really rise the profile of the podcast. And you're gonna go like, oh my gosh, these guys are amazing. I'm gonna listen to every episode. And you went back to this one. Now you're starting with it. And I have to tell you, I'm sorry, this is not good yet. It, it is good then when you're when you're at that point with this uh, with 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 that major guest, whoever we interviewed, Tom Brady or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we, we we got Tom Brady on the show. Um, who else do we have on the show, Sarah? Oh, we have Chris Rock. He's going to be a guest. Oh man, yeah, I just can't believe like what he said about that whole situation because it was just it was. I mean, I mean, having the having the uh, having obviously. All the perspective of that being of like you know six months a year later, um, talk about that in the future. <laughs> um, yeah, so 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 as 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 I said, we just got this amazing show. Um, you know, down the line, right now we're still humble beginning stage. Um, nice and low. Yeah. So, uh, Sarah, I came to you a couple months ago. Uh, well, you came to me. I guess is the, I guess the better way of putting it. So you're originally from. Wisconsin. Is that correct? Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha, where we Wisconsin. murder people in the streets and don't send them to jail. It's it's rough out there in Kenosha. Um, if you thought we were not going to reject our political opinions in this uh, uh, in this uh, <laughs> podcast, you are correct. That's not a political opinion. That's just fact. Um, <laughs> so, in any case, uh, um, Sarah, you're you're from Kenosha, but we didn't meet in Wisconsin ever. Uh, we we met through Twitter. And I don't think either of us use Twitter anymore. Is that is that true? I, I still use I Twitter actually, but okay. I do not use it to the degree I used to. Mm-hmm. In the past, when I met you on Twitter, I um, would obsessively and compulsively write jokes every day mm-hmm. in the morning hours of a day, a given day, because I needed to practice writing jokes. And Twitter was like the easiest instant kind of feedback place to do that. So mm-hmm. like once upon a time, I think it was 20, 2012 or 2013 when I was um, doing that, you and I crossed paths because I guess, yeah, I don't recall. I think I think I saw a tweet that you made and I was interested in what you were writing. I'm not sure exactly how that happened. I don't know either. All I, I, I was... So here's our first name drop. Was Colin Quinn following you <laughs> at, at that point? No, but he you does now. Him? He does he, now. Yeah. So like, I, I, cause I remember like at the time, like Colin Quinn was also tweeting all the time and like, and maybe he retweeted something you said or something like that. Oh, maybe definitely. that's how I found you. So one or the other, um, but that through ha- happenstance. And that back then I, like, I know I was 
also very interested in being funny. I didn't have any designs of being a comedian, but I, I wanted to be like Twitter famous. And so I went, I would like write jokes myself and try to try to come up with some, something clever. So whether you came up with something clever first or I did, we mutually decided that each other were clever. I feel like you made a tweet about the rentals. This is my very vague recollection. In fact, I probably have the very tweet where you first, I, I could do a search. That would be fun. Maybe I but you made a tweet about like, wait, what? Sorry. I deleted all my tweets. They're all gone. Oh, well I have it in an email. Cause I would get notifications from Twitter. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I would think I would be able to find you. Do maybe. you just not have a pr- presence on Twitter at all now? Um, my, I deleted my entire history. Um, and then I, the last tweet that's up there is the only tweet. That's on, it just says, I think I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> so that was, that was, but, he, but you're right. You're absolutely right. Because, um, so the rentals, if you're not familiar, were, were or are a, a like synthesizer based pop rock band from the mid 90s, fronted by Matt Sharp, who was the original bass player for Weezer. So he played on the Blue album, the one that everyone likes, and Pinkerton. But he was off by the end of Pinkerton. He he made he, he started the Rentals. He made his own band. He wanted to be like the primary songwriter and everything there. So the Return of the Rentals, his first album, really quite good. I liked the second album, Seven More Minutes. And then they kind of disappeared for several years. And they got back together. But it's really just like Matt Sharp and like whoever. Um, I think it's just him. And there was I remember like the the reformed band circa like 2007 to 10 or something like that. There was I, maybe she was a bass player, maybe she was a keyboarder, singer, but her name was Sarah Rattle, but not spelled like yours at all. Completely different. Yeah. But it was just similar enough. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly, you're right. I feel like your memory is probably much more accurate than mine. And I feel like you're dusting off the cobwebs for me, mm-hmm. but that's it. I feel like somehow maybe I did get a retweet or something from somebody you also followed and yeah. And you were like, you made that connection. My light bulb went off because I didn't know she existed. And I also found it interesting once I did know she existed, that she also was a redhead or is a redhead. She's so, so her and like she and I, I think uh, this, this is so long ago that I remember her being I think I followed her on MySpace. You're just friend people in MySpace. I don't know. Um, but yeah, she I remember she had like a she had some music video where like she's playing all the instruments. So she's playing drums, she's playing guitar, she's playing bass and she's singing. Um, and she, I went to look her up because after you mentioned this the other day in an email, as we're talking about starting this show, uh, I went to look her up uh, again and see like, does she still around? And like last uh, October, she put up a video on her YouTube page of her doing that same thing, like playing all the instruments and like it added together. So she's like the one person in the band doing monkeys covers. Dude, I just found the very first um, like tweet that you shared with me or you mentioned me in. Oh, yeah. What's this? Yeah. It's on December 13, 2012. How about that? That's my birthday. Yeah. And it says, yes, say Sarah Rattle, S-A-R-A-R-A-D-L-E. That's not me. And Mm -hmm. Sarah Rattle, S-A-R-A-H-R-A-T-T-L-E. That's me. Are not the same person, but both delightful. Hashtag FF. And it wasn't follow even Friday. a Friday when you hashtagged uh, follow, fr- follow Friday. It was a Thursday at 9.45 p.m. Uh, that's late enough that I think. Uh, yeah, the, that was the, real the, smart. 
file Friday was already happening in London. There you go. <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we just kind of, we kind of went from there. We, we started following each other. And at some point I invited you on the podcast that I was doing with Adam. Uh, do you keep up with Adam at all? I love right? that guy. Those, I think it's, yeah. he's like killing it in life. I'm happy for he, him. I wish I was, had more news from him, like one-on-one, but he was the, on, uh, the little updates I get through his Instagram. I'm like very, very happy for him. So he, he, he's beyond us now because his, his podcast got picked up by the CBC or something. Or C- oh, no, not right. CBC. Wasn't he on like serious? TMZ or something? And he's on, yeah, he was on TMZ last week. So like, so Adam is, is, is beyond us now. So, so that's why he's not included in the show. Although he'll, pro- he'll probably be back if we ask him. And maybe he's a oh, major guest fun. we get that, that gets people to, to listen. Uh, wouldn't that be exciting? Um, yeah. So So just... Again, we're we're very ground floor here because again, it's the first episode anyone's listening to. Uh, so I, I want to, even though you and I have known each other for apparently like almost ten years. Yeah, going on <laughs> double um, digits. Everyone else has known us for for you know less than ten minutes at this point. Uh, so, 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 so you're you're from Kenosha, but you don't live in Kenosha now. You live you lived in Chicago then. In 2012, I was in Chicago. Yeah, okay. and you were where? You were I, in Delaware. I, I, I was, is in 2012, I had just moved to Milwaukee. I was new to Milwaukee. I'd lived no. here for, for Milwaukee yes, for in 2012. Months. I swear to God, I thought you were over on the East coast. I lived in, I lived in DC, Maryland area uh, for about three years prior to that. And I'm originally from there, but my wife's from Wauwatosa, um, yeah. Wisconsin. Classy. Um, uh, so, so we, we eventually settled, settled back here after bouncing around a little bit. Um, but yeah, in 2012, late 2012, I, I was, I had only lived in Milwaukee for a couple months. I had no, idea. I don't think I knew that. That also mm-hmm. kind of makes me upset that I didn't meet you in person while I was living in uh, what, two, three hours South of you. Eh. Like we didn't actually meet until when 2013. No, it was later than that. Wasn't it? I don't know. I moved back I, to Queens in 2013, uh, yeah, like June I, of 2013. We met in Queens. I, I I went out for a wedding for a friend, and yeah, maybe it was 2013, maybe it was 2014, something like that. It was a couple years later, um, and then uh, and so I, I bet you we we had we had um, lunch at the place that they Jackson shot Hole. This Jackson Hole from there's a scene yeah. in Goodfellas that was shot there. Um, the one uh, by the airport, Laguardia. Yeah. Because they have different um, locations. <laughs> uh, and just as an aside, like Goodfellas is still like a movie that just kind of sticks in my head at all times. Oh, I haven't movie. watched that movie in like 10 years, but I still Dude, like I have it on like, my phone. I feel like I still like when I'm not feeling good, I watched a couple scenes. <laughs> Such a good movie. <laughs> when so it, it, I'm not even we're, Italian. We're, yet. we're, we're, we're bouncing. Although 0.8% Sardinian, apparently. <laughs> oh, I haven't done the 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 23 and me yet. Uh, that, I, I think that that day's coming though. Um, cause as, as I progress in age, I'm turning more and more into like a father, grandfather type person. So yeah, doing genealogy and ancestry is going to become a, ba- a major interest to me as I become an older it's worth white man. It. It's like a couple hundred bucks. I think I can get you a discount by like referring a friend or family. So if you're down for that, I'll let me know and I'll get you the 10% or whatever it is. Can find out all the different kinds of white I am. Sounds exciting. Yeah. It's helpful. It's honestly pretty cool. It's, it's kind of, you know, you would think like, oh, I just do this DNA. I spit in this plastic thing. I mail it, whatever. 
But honestly, it's actually kind of cool because they send, they have like new reports as more people like come on to their service. They have um, more results that you, your results compared against. So like I saw a report they sent me um, a couple of weeks or yeah, like a week or two ago. And it was like, what time would somebody of your genealogical background and age group normally wake up on weekends when you don't have to like wake up at a certain time? And it's like, oh, 7.46 a.m. Like somehow my genes dictate my wake up time on a day where I'm not supposed to get up at a certain time. I thought that was it. Oh, here's a report. Fear of public speaking, which uh, I don't feel like Neither I really have. That. I don't have that. But it says, Sarah, based on your genetics and other factors, you have about equal chance of making or of having or not having a fear of public speaking. Well, this coin flipped not having. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so you move to Queens, you're, 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 you are, uh, I'll just finish my Goodfellas thought here because oh, we are sorry. really all over the place. No, it's okay. But this is, this is, uh, this is, this is how we blow the dust off of the, uh, off the old podcast idea is that we're just constantly going back and forth and hopefully other people find this entertaining. So just, I just want to say real quick, like I entered a chili into a chili contest a couple weeks ago and I was not able to attend due to having a commitment elsewhere. I can't remember what I, had, what I was doing. I'd like mm-hmm. to do a showing or drive somewhere. So I had to do, do something. I had to drive somewhere for, for something. And At least it wasn't because you were sick from your own chili. No, no. It was good chili. That's just it. I entered the neighborhood chili contest. Having This is the first chili contest since I've moved this neighborhood. Because um, I've only lived there for, for, for about two years. And of course, in the last two years, they didn't do anything. Um, and I immediately won. Mine that was the best up. chili. I won first place. And so uh, my friend texts me, hey, you won first place. And like I text back the gif of Ray Liotta in the shower listening to the radio. Knowing full well that my friend had never seen this movie and had no context to this, but it, that's how I felt at the moment. Exactly. I felt like Ray Liotta listening to the radio going like, they did it. That movie's, there's so many scenes that from that movie that are applicable in all contexts, like the, every the context. Best, the best thing about Goodfellas overall though, is that it's completely plotless. You, you can't follow it all. It's like, <laughs> it takes place over the course of like three decades. So there's just like thing that happens, thing that happens, thing that happens, and then it's over. So, but you, you, you move back to, you move back to Queens. You, you are still ostensibly in comedy. Yeah. You'll get up and, and do open mics and stuff from time to time. Yeah. At yeah. some point their, their special will happen, but we're, that's Dude, that, maybe that, that's the purpose of this podcast is to like get you a special. Oh, hell yeah. That thing is <laughs> on its way. I mean, listen, time plus tragedy is comedy. So I'm, I got the tragedy piece and I'm working on the time right now. So (laughs) you get, you're stacking up the tragedy. (laughs) Yeah. Tragedies have abounded. I feel like comedy is just, it's a, it's a natural consequence. (laughs) So yeah, appreciate that. But yeah, I'm not in Queens anymore. I'm on the other side of the Hudson or I guess Queens doesn't even touch the Hudson, but on the other, other side of Manhattan facing the Hudson on the Jersey mm-hmm. side now with an actual view of the skyline, which is amazing. This is legit. The place I envisioned while mm-hmm. I lived in Kenosha living like as a child, how I envisioned what I would be looking out my window. I live in that now. 
it's mm-hmm. all, all manifestors will get giddy about that. I hope. <laughs> I grew up in, I, I lived a couple different places on the East coast, but primarily rural Delaware with weekends in Baltimore. Uh, Cause my mom lived in Delaware. My dad lived in, in Baltimore. And so I, I had appreciation for real rural areas and I had appreciation for living in a city. And I think I greatly prefer a city. And so Milwaukee is just big enough to like have a whole lot of good stuff without like major like city type things like bogging it down. Dude, Milwaukee it's is the very best of Midwest. all worlds. It's very, it's, it's very Midwest. I hate to be like the East Coast guy who like moved to Midwest, but I, I feel like I'm the more likely to be the big fish in the smaller pond here. I love Milwaukee. <laughs> Other than it's like blatant disregard for the cleanliness of Lake Michigan, I love Milwaukee. <laughs> or you they, can swim in the lake. Like, it's fine. They used to dump sewage in Milwaukee into the lake. Um, this is yeah. many years ago, and hopefully that's changed. But yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Or otherwise, Bradford Beach is a no-go this summer. <laughs> but I mean, there's just no competing with like that walkway and like the, the museum and like mm-hmm. Summerfest. I just love Milwaukee. Yeah. So, so, so the, that's, that's where I live now. And, and so, so you're, you're in New Jersey and I'm in, I'm in Milwaukee. So we're still like a time zone apart. Um, but you know, you and I still have quite a lot in common with, and you, you come back here, you came back here a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, I come back ironically, like, like, like right around, right around my birthday. I don't think it was, it was like the week before or the week after something like that. It was December something. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we we went out and had dinner and and kind of uh, kind of kind of be- began our friendship again because I don't know like it, we, we, I, like I said I stopped using Twitter we didn't do that podcast for a long time we kind of lost touch for for, for for a little bit and I missed having that uh, that 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 uh, you're the only person I can talk to like <laughs> like this because I think we're both like a little bit like we both get that like you're saying before uh, you're not afraid to talk to crowds. I feel like I've got the same thing going on um, where like, I've got this kind of like constant need to perform. And so even though it's just the two of us, I can, it's easy for me to imagine, you know, a hundred, a thousand, a million people listening to this podcast. And so it's much easier for me to talk knowing that other people are listening, despite the fact that I'm going to like mispronounce things and say things wrong and mumble over my words. I maybe even say something embarrassing, which is the reason I deleted all my tweets and the reason we can't don't have naturally like you can only witness so many people get canceled before you start deleting your tweets or whatever else. Someone said a while ago, I can't remember who it was. It was somebody who like automatically deleted their tweets. Like they had like a bot or something like that to delete like every like every like three or four days. And And they said like the only reason to leave anything up is if so someone can search for you and then cancel you over it for you know, real. because it's because now it's a bad take what was fine in 2012 does not fly now and it's not that i'm necessarily a bad person i'm afraid people are going to find out it's more or less like i change and i want people to know who i am now and i feel like i'm a better person now than i was 10 years ago um definitely a better uh, definitely a better person that was 10 10 years ago uh i'd like to think i'm a better person i was two years ago too um, i know i feel like we change sometimes in the moment sometimes like as silly as that is but sometimes it takes like a moment to moment reflection to be like you know i, I had I, t- I had a wrong take or i had the right take and the other you know it's like it's all good so 
I just really hope and um, that more people have that kind of ability to self-reflect. Like, I feel like that's a really amazing quality to have that humility to recognize your own evolution. And, 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 that's, and that's where we come full circle into the idea of, of doing this podcast and coming back together because a lot of our old podcasts, well, I think they're funny and there's, there's definitely merit to them. And, and maybe I'll go through and I'll scrub the archives and find some, some, find some stuff that's, that's real good on an old computer somewhere. Um, realistically, like, I feel like we were very sarcastic and a lot in mean spirited sometimes. Um, maybe you weren't, but I know I definitely was. You're so funny. <laughs> I'm sure I was. There are subjects on that old one. I would never want to talk about. I feel like today, even though mm-hmm. I can't think of necessarily a particular one, uh, I actually, who am I kidding? I can think of a particular one. There's definitely that subject that I don't want to talk about, but you yeah. know, um, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 the, so, so we're, we're getting better every day and we're growing and hopefully that because we're better people now than we were, that even if I leave this one up and it's five years later, it's, it's 2027. Um, and someone listens to this now in 2027, they'll still be like, well, I could see where they started and I can see what they were trying to do. Um, so even if we have some wrong takes and some bad opinions, I just hope you as the listener respect that we're trying to come from a good place and trying to become better people. And that's where I'm kind of taking this forward is just to go, um, we're going to fail. We're going to stumble. We're going to fall, but we're going to get our success and find happiness and find, you know, our motivation, find our reason for doing things, find our big whys, our big what's, our big where's, our big how's, our big when's, uh, as, as, as we go, as we go through. Um, Cardi B has a song, which I forget its title that I'm quickly looking up here. Mm -hmm. Um, oh my God, why can't I figure it out? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called get up 10 and it's like all about falling down and then getting up. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's also like, you know, whether she, she probably does, like, it's also like a biblical concept like, Mm -hmm. there's like a scripture that talks about like falling down seven times, getting up eight, or I probably got the number wrong, but Anyways, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Just keep getting up. That's all that matters. Uh, Rocky Balboa. There you go. It's not how hard you hit. It's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. <laughs> I got to ask. I mean, like, were you surprised that Chris Rock wasn't going to press charges? No, not in the least. I was a not- little bit, but honestly, then I was like, hell yeah, he's not. So he can just make a fortune without will. Because if he pressed charges yep. against Will and he went on the road, did the did, made a boatload of money off of that, as he will, I mean, then maybe Will would have like a claim to any of that. I hope not. But like, the- I feel like if he had pressed charges, like maybe that would have gone that direction. But he's not pressing charges. So all that money is his. I'm so excited for him. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, you know, just we're, we're recording this two days after the slap. The slap is still very, there's still a lot of memes on Instagram <laughs> about slam. I'm even responsible for one or two. Uh, I, try, I was trying to be funny around it. I don't, and I, I, I posted and deleted a bad take around it. <laughs> so again, still trying to get better. Um, but yeah, I think uh, part of the thing is if you, is if you press charges and then the case is like pending, 
you can't talk about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, you can't yeah. like, like now it's, oh, it's pending litigation. You can't talk about yeah. like something that's under investigation or whatever, or maybe like they settle the case and now like you're like part of the settlement, so you can't address it. But, that makes sense. For, for, but for right now, Chris can go on Joe Rogan or Howard Stern or whoever. His own platform. Fallon, even Kimmel, need whoever, and any of the Jimmies and, um, and, and, and talk about this and he can defend his, let, let, let's, let's take aside from the fact that it was, um, that it was a potentially insulting joke. Maybe he didn't even know about Jada's condition. It was also just like referencing a 25 year old movie. Like I had to Dude, like, look this up. I don't even remember this. Is that, is that the only context for a bald woman we had? I mean, I guess he could have said Sinead O'Connor, which is an even older context for a bald woman. But there's other, there's other, there's other ways you could have, could have gone that joke and made, made it better. G.I. Jane. I, I don't know. Is it 25 years old? I have no idea. But I, I, I know I it's... Up 1997, that movie. Is it out. for real? 25 yep. years old? 25 Dude, years really? old. Whoever wrote that joke, seriously, it may not have been Chris that wrote that joke, but like, the reference itself being 25 years old is so, so crazy. That should not have clean cleared like the approvals on that just alone because it's so outdated. But maybe that's mm. why like the demographic being an older crowd, maybe. Wow. I don't know. But ultimately, it wasn't even a funny joke. And that's why it was so tame. That's why he was like, it was so dumb. Like it was so not worth Will getting that wound up or Jada for that matter. Yeah. Um, but like, I get it also. Um, but yeah, it was like, completely unprofessional <laughs> yeah it was so so will i mean so i i i get where will's coming from because if someone like kind of a verbally attacks my family i'll get defensive too um i don't know if i would hit somebody like that or whatever but you know i, I don't know when he said love makes people do, do crazy things um i'm not excusing to to, to paraphrase a chris rock bit i'm not saying you should have hit him but i understand dude Will Smith should not have even had an opportunity to talk about how love makes you do crazy things. The moment he was physically assaulting and battering somebody should have been the moment he was being escorted out of the uh, whatever yeah. damn theater they're in, the Oriental Theater or whatever it's called now, or Kodak the, Theater, I guess it is. The thing is, like, they, um, I think no one's ever done that before. <laughs> so, like, I don't think security, the product producers, or anybody, like, had any idea what to do. Next year, they'll have a plan. You know, after. After Old Dirty Bastard took uh, Sean Colvin's Grammy, then like they don't let people rush the stage anymore. You know. <laughs> well, what about Kanye with Taylor? That was that was MTV. But yeah, even after that, like some someone else, uh, someone else did something like that. I don't know. It, uh, it, I guess on the one hand, they 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 are. I'm sure they're very mindful about the security of all their beautiful celebrities. The reason people watch, but also as a person at home with the with the TV remote control. I want to see fights. <laughs> you, you know, know, I got to tell you though, like what was so fascinating to me about the Chris response, which mm -hmm. was, I got to give so much credit to him. He handled that. Oh my God. Only he could have handled it in that manner without mm -hmm. responding. So I don't know about you, but I watched, I watched it frame by frame. I was legit mm -hmm. watching it frame by frame because it was fascinating to me. I think that like Chris actually thought that he was, Will was coming up to tell him something because I don't know if you noticed he put yeah. his head out just a little bit while he was approaching him 
There is absolutely no way he would have put his head out in order to be slapped. So I think he was expecting Will to like speak to him, like whisper something. But so he sticks his head out slightly. And then, of course, he gets hit and he cocks his hand just slightly. Chris, that is his right hand, he, which is open. He doesn't have a mic or anything. He doesn't he's got nothing in his right hand. He co- he like clenches it just for a brief moment. And then he realizes what he's like happening here. And he like unclenches his fist. And then like, as we saw later, Will sits down and then Chris is like, oh, I could. And you like everybody in that room knows that he could have really ripped both Jada and Will apart because that G.I. Jane joke was so tame. It was Mm -hmm. so damn tame. Like if he really wanted to say some jokes about him, we all know he would have ripped into them. So it was like both like a physical composure and then like an intellectual humor composure that like only the most professional person I can imagine like his level could handle like that was unbelievable and like nobody was there to like escort the dude out that was also unbelievable that's why I don't even think he should have had a will that is should have had a platform to even talk about how love makes you do crazy things because that was in his acceptance speech that was so ridiculous he he won that award like two minutes later uh so the one thing that I if if I were Chris Rock that I would have said like my one like big my big uh uh, like dunk on Will Smith after he did that, after Will yells at him and curses at him, was like, oh, he knows how to curse now. He can curse on his rap records. <laughs> remember, he was, Will Smith was the clean rapper, you know? Yeah. And he was always like, well, I don't, I don't curse on any of my records. It's like, oh, he curses now. He hits people now. Dude, I don't even know. <laughs> you know? There, there is so we much. We don't have much footage of Big or Tupac fighting people, but now we got live footage of Will Smith fighting somebody. <laughs> there is so much, um, so many more questions I have now about like the Jada Will dynamic, like mm-hmm. even the Will, just even. So this is kind of like just a weird coincidence. I was watching a podcast with Jay Shetty and Will Smith like two days mm-hmm. before the Oscars. And Will Smith in this podcast with Jay Shetty is talking about how like, he's a spiritual him and Jada are like spiritual people. They like adopt a religion every year. They mm-hmm. like get into one religion for a year and they read the book. They'll read like the Bible cover to cover the Quran cover to cover. You know, they like get into one religion for one once a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so at some point he was working with Jay Shetty with like some meditation, spiritual stuff and talked in this podcast about how he had to like, come into his like normal life after like the meditation sessions with Jay Shetty. And it was like, he was like talking about how he's instantly grabbed back into that. It's just, it just prompts and provokes more questions to me about like, whether he is a dude who's like, you know, a easygoing clean rapper guy, or if he's a dude who really is like an angry dude, <laughs> like I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe both probably, are true. <laughs> I think, I think it's probably just a lot of stuff bottled up in a lot of like hidden hidden feelings that are under there that, that he doesn't he doesn't let out very often um i think i think who he presents himself on tv uh in interviews and in casual stuff in jay shetty in his nature show on disney plus <laughs> you know on, on in these places i think that's who he wants to be uh certainly i'm probably a different person i like to think i'm from the same person now than i am like in my regular life but we all we all put on our masks when we when we talk to other people right you know, the way I talk to you is not the same way I talk to a coworker. It's definitely not the same way I talk to like the person who's checking me out a quick trip. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not it's like, like we, we all, we all have like our, our different ways we behave and, and, um, 
and the different ways that uh, that we act in front of uh, in, in, in front of, the, front of other people. Um, and I think that's the thing that like kind of shook us is that like there's no reason he should have acted that way there. And it's hard to imagine a circumstance where he would have where it would have been appropriate for him to act that way. You know. <laughs> It's you the know, last like, place you act that the, way. And, and, and Allie, <laughs> He's and wearing Allie, a damn tux. <laughs> the Allie outside of a club, you know, Chris Rock told that joke in the club and Will Smith beat him up afterwards, you know? <laughs> like, that's the only place I can think of that might happen where people are like, oh, shit, can you believe this happened? And, you, there's, and there's no film of it. It's just like his, his word against the other guys. <laughs> I just, it was so appalling. And I, I, I really worry that that's going to set this false idea for people who are like going to comedy later that mm. if they don't agree with whoever it is, the comedian is that all of a sudden you think you can rush the stage mm. and start beating the person up. Like, yeah, it's good. I mean, the, 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 the terrible thing is like, in general, I love crowd work in comedy. Like, like, so, so, so for anybody who's not a comedy nerd or, or doesn't really know, it's like, that's when the comedian just kind of talks to the audience and like find some of the audience, like, ask questions because there's so much like when it's when it's done well oh my god you'd swear that comedian planted that person there it's Legit. like you do what oh my god <laughs> it's like you know there's there, there, there's there's so much like great moments that come out of crowd work and you know it's like it's only for that show only this night and you can't believe you were there the night they said that and you try you know? to retell the jokes to your friends later and it just doesn't work because you got to be in the moment, in the moment. Like it's just yeah. something special in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, uh, <laughs> we, we, we've gone longer than I thought we thought we oh, were at, 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 at this point. Um, so I feel like this is a, a pretty good place for us to wrap up. It's since we, we talked about the thing that's, that's very topical right now. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. We, we kind of touched on our history and we also uh, talked about how we're trying to be better people. So hopefully Will, Chris, and everyone involved in the entire situation learns how to be a better person as a result of this, because you can still make mistakes. It's allowed. Um, you, you, mean, for... you mean to say you're not a, a finished product? No, not a finished product. Oh, by well, that's um, really good. <laughs> me neither uh, and also uh, i and pride also, myself not being a finished product while we talk about <laughs> stuff like this all the time and and it's it's easy to, to judge people i try not to like hold people to that too much um i want to give people the opportunity to change um uh so we had a presidential election a few years ago and a lot of people vote for the guy i didn't think did a great job and but I forgive anyone who voted for him in 2016. I forgive you if you did that because there was no way to know that things would be devolve, <laughs> you know, because even I thought at that point, who gives a shit who's the president? That doesn't matter at all. <laughs> who cares? You know? um, and for that matter, like even today, I saw someone say like, uh, 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 you know, maybe this is like a regurgitated joke from someone else, but who knows? But just someone say like, it's like you know, there's a there's a world war brewing. Gas is five dollars a gallon, but at least the president doesn't write mean tweets anymore. <laughs> it's like I haven't seen that joke. It's a good one. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess Biden went to Poland and said something mean about Putin. Some people yeah, he said are he should upset remain about in that. Power. So um, I got that off the newspaper because I read the newspaper now. Oh, very nice. So 
with that, we'll close out our first uh, first episode of uh, whichever name we decide on. Our top two names right now are with Zach and Sarah, which sounds classy. I think I think we both like that one, and then uh, Rattleship, which sounds insane. And it's I think so we both amazing. Like that one. <laughs> it's really, it's so catchy. <laughs> I, 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 Did you, know, you I, sink my rattleship? <laughs> saying it out loud now, I feel like we're there. But so, so thank you for listening to the first episode of Rattleship. If I did, in fact, become brave enough to call the podcast Rattleship, it's going to be a lot easier. Just to imagine our cool image, though. I don't even know what that it would it'd have to I be like know. a little gray, blue, kind of maybe like with the Target thing going on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to get. If, uh, if, if, uh, if you want to make our logo for us, uh, please graphics. send me an email. I'll do uh, my best. So, so uh, one of the things that people do on podcasts now, they say, where can they find you? So Sarah, if someone wants to follow you, where should they go? What should they do? Okay. So I'm on Twitter and IG. So you can just find me at my name, Sarah Rattle, S-A-R-A-H-R-A-T-T-L-E. I have a different, you know, I have like Snapchat and TikTok and Anchor and all that jazz too, also under Sarah Rattle that I use a whole lot less frequently, but IG and Twitter are my jam. I would, I, and so for me personally, I'm, I, the only thing I'm kind of would say different about, like I said, I, I do leave my Twitter, like it became too toxic for me. We can talk about that another week. Um, uh, I, I would say, uh, snap, uh, not Snapchat, uh, Instagram, the other picture thing. Uh, <laughs> Instagram is the only thing that I would say like, I update regularly. I basically took my Twitter addiction, just turned it into Instagram. Um, uh, but at least I, at least I, Hey, see pretty pictures and I take pictures and share positivity in some way or function. Um, I'm starting to get better with reels. I'm trying TikToks, So I'm, it's, so it's my name. Um, it, it's at Zach Shipley, Z-A-C-S-H-I-P-L-E-Y. Um, I also got ZachShipley.com. Um, so if you want to hire me for, um, to be your wedding DJ or yes. you want me to sell your house for you. Um, I'm, I'm for hire. Uh, eventually this may, this may become like a platform for, <laughs> for, for selling for stuff, selling stuff. Everything uh, must go. <laughs> we're, we're, we're very ad free right now. I don't think I want to put ads in the show. This, this, this seems like just, this, this seems like too much of an open therapy session to, 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 to put, uh, you know, product placement in. So thank you, Sarah, for, for joining me in this, in this journey. Thank you, the listeners, for, for, for joining us on the first episode of Rattleship. And we will see you next week. Next week, sure. Sure. Next week. Bye.